This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. My name is Ashton, and happy 199 podcasts. 199 podcasts on the wall. 199 podcasts. You listen to one. And check it off. 198 podcasts on the wall. Left to listen to. Yes. You've got to go back. Listen to them all now. It'll be in reverse order. Listen to them. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, everybody. We hope you had a fantastic Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. Uh, This is going to be a slightly different podcast. We're recording this in advance because we're all being merry and on our holidays we're not actually we're in the bloated office. we're mm, bloated so we bloated. couldn't make it through the front probably door probably pretty hungover as well i should certainly hope mm. so mm. Uh, and so you join us here on this special with well it's kind of a bonus podcast but it is a proper numbered podcast mm. where things are a little bit different yeah. we're not doing the usual question format we're Isn't going right? a wall baby a wall a wall we're going up the a wall the podcasts are yeah on a wall um if you are a patreon of a certain here you would know that for after dark podcasts we put a bloody bunch of questions in a hat and we pick one out each we read it and we answer it in quick succession some hat sounds for people Here's just watching sound. trying to get hat sounds so what we've done is we've asked you for some quick so. fire video game questions mm-hmm. they sound like that in the bag Ooh, asmr your video game is beautiful yes um yeah. and we're going to pick them out and answer them a bit different not i've not pre-assigned some questions we're going rogue, baby. We've not read them ahead of time either. No. Well, you sort of have. I, I have, yeah. yeah. You but. sourced them. We've not prepared answers. Uh, no. But before we get there, we need to talk about the sponsor for this week's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, every week we're sponsored by a very real video game adjacent sponsor. They help us keep the lights on. Oh my God, do you guys know? Actually, holidays, actually I, I think it's at my house. <gasps> so the other, yesterday when I was um, cleaning up, I looked on my ceiling and there was a spindly little spooder. And I thought, hey, that guy looks like Dead Island too. Did you say, is that, is that you, Dead Island 2? Is that you, Dead Island 2? Yeah. Like that, he rubbed his arms together and was like, yes, me. Made little spider noises. I'm here. Incredible. So this week's sponsor is actually... 
This one was provided, uh, Peter, mm-hmm. by your spouse. Oh, was um, it? It's a collaboration between your spouse mm-hmm. and uh, Justin Roiland. Right. Um, it's called High on Wife, and oh. it's out right now on Game Pass. It's been out for a few weeks, it's actually. Been out for, sorry, it's been out for a few weeks on Game Pass. Uh, only two weeks. Uh, two weeks? Yeah, only two weeks. Yeah. And it depicts... Uh, what a fantastic first Christmas you will have with your lovely wife. With my new spouse. Uh, mm. With your new spouse. And uh, Justin Roiland will voice both of you. Oh, no. <laughs> um, will it, one of us sound like Rick and one of us will sound like Morty? You're both going to sound like Rick, Oh, jeez, Amy. Oh, no. You're both going to sound like Rick. Uh, so <laughs> that's going to go really well. And I'm glad that you're having Christmas in Yorkshire, far and far away from here. Yeah. Where none of us really can nice. hear it. New to Adult Swim, Pete and Amy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Season uh, one. So that's good. Uh, as I said, Game Pass right now, high on wife. Mm. Yeah. Go get it. Go get it. I hope that's real. It's not real. Oh. oh. You're going to have a bad Christmas. I am. Uh, with your new You're going to be low on wife. <laughs> 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 really, which is really low on a, wife, yeah. Uh, a real shame. No, of course, we're sponsored by wonderful patrons over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, where for as little as $1 per month, you can submit questions to this podcast. And if you support us at a certain tier, you will also get a shout out as one of our podcast producers. We're going to run through them right flipping now. Guaranteed shout outs to Nathan. G.Y. Goliath. Nexus Polaris. Walco. Nicole Hansen. Ellie Nicholas. Erica Hutchinson. Melody Elbonet. Katie Garrett. And Gabrielle Philipping. Thank you, podcast producers. Bet you weren't expecting that so early. You don't have to wait till the middle of the podcast. Guess what? Beginning. It's going Early, crazy. 199, baby. Strange wild card episode. Yeah. It's because, it's because 200 is normally meant to be like the special one, but uh, it's the game of the year podcast for 200. So we thought, why not celebrate now mm. uh, preemptively of 200 podcasts? Go absolutely flipping radio rental. Mental. Ape poop. Yeah. This is, yes. This is going to be like uh, Christmas time. And they go, would you, do you fancy a, go on then. Oh, I'll, a, have a, a I'll have a question. Go on. Unless you want to go first, Ashton. That's how I do it in my house. Youngest first. No, no. <laughs> Ashton goes first. Ashton first Ashton. in the Austin <laughs> house. Yeah, I come to Austin's pizza's house and I say, um, no word presence. Yeah. I'm here first. Yeah. This is from Omar Zambon, who says, Hi, Bap. Hello. What games Hello. are you most proud to have completed, either new or retro? Cheers and have a Merry Xmas and a Happy mm. New Year. Most proud Thank you, to Omar. Have Thank you, Omar Zambon. Um, mm. a, a relatively recent one, Returnal, was a yeah. game that I genuinely thought I was going to bounce way the flip off. Uh, don't really like roguelikes, and so I suppose in the spirit of that, maybe Hades as well was not one that I was. I didn't really complete it, but I finished a successful, a successful run. You know, you know it was. Uh, but I did properly finish Returnal, and I got the platinum trophy. I really got into a groove with that game, and uh, really ended up quite liking it a lot. Even though I feel like I'll never replay it. And then probably going back to Demon Souls, which kickstarted my Soulsborne obsession. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think um, purely because the game is massive and it took us almost six, seven months to complete Lego Marvel Superheroes um, and subsequently Lego Marvel Superheroes 2. Um, that is a lot of game for a Lego game. Much like the Skywalker saga, which I still have not completed and I, I don't know if I ever will. Um I made sure we got all the golden bricks. We platinum that game. And it took uh, us, the two of us, me and MB, a very long time to do. Um, so I was pretty proud when we did that. And it was the first game we played and finished together as well. So 
that's very sweet. Just that one. Yeah. Yeah, no. Kind of sickening, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, for me, it would be probably the most memorable kind of moment of finishing a game I have is um, finishing the first Halo game on Legendary in co-op, co-op mm. mode um, with my uncle. And it was, uh, I, we'd finished the game various times before on different difficulties, but we'd heard that if you finished, it was still back in the days where, all right, there was more sort of connectivity online and like you, it wasn't a complete, you know, dark zone in terms of um, not knowing what's out there in the gaming world. But there was still an element of like playground chatter and stuff about these things and rumors. And we'd heard that there was this secret ending if you finished it on Legendary and it took us ages and ages and uh, I remember doing the like the final the final sort of uh, car sequence where you're driving away trying to not die, and uh, the the bonus cutscene is like it's kind of it's funny it's a joke but it's uh, it's not quite what we expected but um, yeah I remember it just like being my brother was was in the other room as well and just as we like made it over the line we were like we've done it, we've done it, come on, come on through. And he like rushed in to see what was happening and stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was a big uh, moment in that house to see what this mystical cutscene was. <laughs> Cute. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Ashton. Thanks. Would you like to, would, would you? Do you fancy uh, a... I think I will actually, yeah, thanks. Ooh, go on then. Oh, I've got a Chris Law. Tasty. Um, hey everybody. Second question, second question. So feel free to throw this one out. I didn't, didn't throw them out. They're both in the pub. Um, I just started Watchdog Legions or Watchdogs Legion. Not sure where the S goes, and I love the London setting. Where would you like to see a game set? I wouldn't hate Atlanta, World of Coke, Sweet Ice Tea, and Tyler Perry. Okay, kiss kiss. See Law. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, See Law. Claw. Thank you, Claw. Claw. Hmm. Where would we like to see a game set? Um, hmm. You want to pick somewhere like really obscure, like. A center parks, like a center parks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I really liked um, everybody's gone to the rapture, and I would probably just enjoy more games set in rural English villages. There was a center parks, and everybody's gone to the there rapture. There was, well, yeah. So. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I thought that was a really. It's strange, like for some reason, it's sometimes more interesting going around something familiar to you rather than something that's you know more kind of exotic and strange. Because um, you can go, oh yeah, that's what that looks like. There's one just literally outside, there's a post box just down there. But oh, that's funny in my <laughs> game. Um, so I'd yeah, I'd quite like to see more of that. Because str uh, strangely, although there are a few games that are set in those settings, um, there's a bit of a leaning towards that more with like JRPGs and stuff. So you get them like because uh, I think there's um, it's seen as like quite an interesting because to, to people in Japan, it's probably a kind of a, an interesting, unique oh, how strange, this, like, mm. countryside England. So they do it as a kind of interesting, unique place. And for us, it seems familiar. But then you do end up getting this blend of, like, yeah, kind of geographically and architecturally, they, they sort of nail it down. But then you still have all these sort of JRPG tropes in there. Um, I covered one in a list once that was a very strange game, but, uh, yeah, set in, like, the Lake District or something. But uh, That yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, mm. it was weird. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I'd like more of those. I do feel like a game set in like orange oh, you know, would be really good. A butlins. A butlins. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what kind the water of slides? Game? Yeah, with the water slides, like a survival horror game. Okay, like a yeah. zombie. Okay. Yeah, and you've got like all of the mascots. <laughs> 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 the Have you ever been to a butlins before? Yeah. 
Have you? Like yeah. stayed there? Yeah. I've never stayed at Bowen's. Really, really awful. Actually, <laughs> we went to, well, we went twice. One time we just okay. went, like, and we actually stayed for the week. One time we went and we got really sick and had to go home. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? I think we all just got a stomach bug. Oh. And me and my mum and my sister were really unwell. So my dad had to, like, drive us all home in the middle of the night because we just weren't very well. No, but the, be- the Butlins we went to, um, they had, like, a the Sunshine crew or whatever. And there was, like, a bunch of... What's well, probably like just graduated dance students all in brightly colored outfits that would do like shows for all the kids. Mm-hmm. And my sister was so young that she was like, they were gonna take her to like the kids club thing. And my mom thought, oh, we just drop them off there and they take care of them while we go and like to go to the pool or something. And it turns out she had to stay the whole time. So my mom was oh, a bit upset about God. that. Um, but it's pretty good. I remember you had to go outside to get to the water slide. Mm-hmm. Like you have to get out of the pool, go outside, and then come back in at a different entrance to go up to the water slide. Um, when I was young enough when it was fun, but looking back at it, my mum was like, we would never, ever go back to a Butlins. I always looked on uh, looked on a Butlins like with jealousy from the outside. Mm. Like, look, mm. at, look at that. Look how much fun they have. They've got rides and stuff. Yeah. Mm. I've been to Pontins twice. I was going to say mm. Pontins. <laughs> I've been to, that's like bad Butlins. Yeah. Uh, that's bad experience. <laughs> Mm. I'd set mine in a pontin um, <laughs> because I don't know it would just be worse than yeah. than the than the survival horror game that's set in Butlins. Yeah, uh, everyone would die immediately. Yeah, everything's rotting there. It just like there's like different like calibers. We've got like you know your center parks, mm-hmm. and then you go down to like a haven. Yeah, well, oh, where's haven. haven on the scale? I've yeah, I know. I think, I think it's better either. than a Butlins, but not yeah, as good as the maybe. center parks. And then like you get your Butlins and okay. your pontins. Yeah. And, and then then just a sort of local yeah holiday local holiday park. Whitley Bay Caravan Park yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah to be fair yeah that's yeah. that's fair oh I don't know where I would where would I set it I do also like UK settings just mm. because they don't happen very often mm. um, and it is nice to see but oh there's something fantastical about exploring other places maybe that town that is by the sea that is on all of those automatic screensavers for Windows PCs slash Google devices, whereas oh. all the buildings are like painted different colors mm-hmm. and it's really striking and beautiful. You could make some crazy artistic indie game in that setting. Sure. Brighton has a lot of streets like that. I don't think that one is Brighton. I don't want to go to Brighton. In Brighton does have a lot. Brighton in real life. There are lots of seaside places that have yeah. multicolored houses. Balamori. 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 You know what? That's what it yeah. was. That's the one I was. No, there's <laughs> there's the somewhere in, in some like it's. Probably Greece or yeah. somewhere. Yeah. It looks beautiful. Uh, I'd like to have a game set there, mm. like the unfinished mm. Swan. Yeah, we find color in the houses. Things. Yeah, you got to color it in. Mm. See where you're going. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. That's what I want. Here you go, Ben. Would you like? Would well, you like, I I wasn't going to, like but to, since you offered, you maybe like, I. It is Christmas. It is. <laughs> you didn't say that would be custard. <laughs> Let's see. It's from Bartek. Bap bap. That's the sound of fireworks. <laughs> We all know that NPCs in games dance the best. If you were a dancing NPC at the New Year's party, at which character's party would you have the best fun? And in whose party would you fear for your poorly animated life? My pick, best, Shepard from Mass Effect, fear, Crash Bandicoot. (laughs) For for old Lang Syne, Bartek. Thank you. Thank you. Bartek. So, if you were a poorly dancing NPC in a video game, which one would you feel the safest at? Which party and which one would you feel the least safe at? Here's a strange one. 
Mm. It would mean nothing to to you guys, I don't think. Uh, if are you, are you aware of um, you will you probably are aware of Eddie Gordo from Tekken Three? Yes. Who mm. does uh, what's that martial arts style called or that that fighting style? MMA. The one that you where you do the flippy. Oh, Capoeira. Yeah, he does, he's yeah. a Capoeira fighter. But if you select him with like the start button or something, I don't know how you do it. There's this strange bonus reskin of him where uh, it's a guy called Tiger who has this big afro. He's like this Afro Afro American guy, and he wears a, like a purple flared suit, and I think he's got like his neck neck is open on his shirt. Mad drip. He wears all the bling mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and uh, if you complete the game as him, his like winning cutscene is just him in like a disco, and he's just like he's just <laughs> this disco dancer, time. yeah. And I think Tiger from Tekken would be a great party host. Okay, yeah, that's good. And what about your least favorite? Where would you not feel very safe at all? Um, I don't know. I might have to think about that one. Um, have you got some ones that you'd like to be at? I would like to be at Moxie's. New Year's Eve party mm. from Borderlands. Blimey, I'd feel pretty unsafe there. Yeah, but I think she'd take care of me. She'd just nestle me in her bosom if okay, I was in trouble right. and, That's what and I'd be meant. safe. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and what about least safe? Least safe. I've thought of one. Mm. I wouldn't like to have a New Year's party at Rapture. No, that's, that's a good very, point. Really horrible. Yeah. That's a very yeah. good You could one. say that about all sorts of horrible video yeah. game locations. But Wasn't it I literally would... New Year's Eve that that Rapture that everything may have went been. Went, yeah. went down? I think it was. I think it was a significant like yeah holiday or something. It's quite funny the amount of like there was a party and now everybody is dead vibes yeah. in a mm. lot of games. Like a uh, Bioshock. Is it Infinite or the first Bioshock where there was like a couple of places where there's like clearly been a party happening. It's probably the first one the first because one. I'm yeah, fairly yeah, yeah. sure it's New Year's it's Eve. It's the one underwater. Yeah. So that's yeah. a very good pick. You'd worry what uh, what the punch had been spiked with, wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah. Just pouring Adam I in can there. fire crows now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I drunk or is this really happening? <laughs> Bees. Um, oh, I don't know. What? Who would you? Where, whose party would you like to go to? Uh, I haven't really thought of what one I would like to go to. I wouldn't <laughs> like to go to. Uh, you know that map in Time Splitters Future Perfect, the disco one. Yeah, and it's got the dance, dance, mm-hmm. dance, dance, like a monkey, monkey, like a monkey. That one, but everyone's just getting shot all the time. <laughs> yeah, in that one. So I wouldn't want to be an NPC dancing in that club. Well, there was a bonus mission, like one of the the mini game ones, where there's just loads of Robo Chimps, and you have mm. that electric gun, and you have to charge them up, yes. and they start dancing even quicker yeah like they that. do and they have bars that That's are great. running down I thought somewhere I'd feel unsafe okay uh, Balan Wonderworld oh god oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't feel safe with Balan no I no. think if I'd had a few drinks I would not feel safe with him I would be like I need to I need a fear friend we're recording this in advance. Do you reckon Yuji Neck has been in, uh, arrested for another instance of insider trading by this point? Or is I don't it, know. Or is it just still the just one. twice? No, I'm just not twice sure. Now. Uh, it did occur to me, though, when just when you said Balam Wonderlands, Wonderworld, whatever it's called, uh, that I've just remembered um, that weirdest game ever, Christmas weirdest game mm. we played. Mm. Kind of aesthetically similar, really. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize how, because he was involved in that, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a Nakara original. Like the, the character, the flying guy with the yeah. jingle bells on his head was a bit, a bit balan. He was yeah. a little bit, and the kind of the whole vibe was, yeah. was very similar. Mm. Yeah. Whose party oh. do you want to go to, Ben? Whose party do I want to go to? Well, I think Bartek named it, because while I was reading that question, my mind immediately went to the NPCs dancing in every single club in Mass Effect and, and how horrible their dance moves are and how great it is mm. and how bad Shepard's dance moves are and, and how that became an, a joke within the series itself later on. They were like, oh, 
you're you're horrible at dancing. And he just sort of stands there and, and does and does this, and it's great. It's like, that's how I dance. I I recognize that. Um, there was a club in Detroit, wasn't there? Detroit become human. Yeah, was there? I think so. I mean, you're or probably right. Games. I can't remember. There was definitely one of those games. I remember walking around uh, a club. Oh, there's one in Heavy Rain. Uh, it could be Heavy Rain. That was a pretty scary club. It was yeah. a bit sketchy, that one, owned by a criminal. Uh, yeah, I think it was Heavy Rain. Let's just say that you'd never feel unsafe in an Animal Crossing party. I think you'd yeah. probably dance Yeah, but you probably Animal feel Crossing. bored. So you want there to be a bit of danger? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Okay. What about the um, in uh, the Flipping Farm game? What's it called? Stardew, Stardew Valley. Valley mm. The dance of the jellies. Oh yeah. The midnight jellies. Yeah. Whatever they're or called. Or the the, the summer party where they're all doing oh, that the weird one. like yeah. midsummer vibes. And no one picks you to dance. Yeah. No. Yeah. Rubbish. Maybe that one. Who's bad man? Yeah, just not getting it's nice picked. and Because then you don't have to dance. Yeah, yes, that's true. That's true, and you can just eat all the snacks. Mm. So, oh Peter, there's a. Uh, there's a Would little uh, question here with your name on oh, it. Oh, well, everyone always has a little bit room? of room for uh, an extra course, don't they? <laughs> Go on, then. Oh. Um, well, this is from Liam Carpenter Robson, haven't we? No. Don't no. think so. I feel like I've heard that name today. It might be when I was editing the tap here. I don't know. Uh, Merry Christmas, Bap. Have you ever gotten to the end of the game but struggled with the final boss slash final level to the point you don't beat the game? Would you still say you finished the game despite not beating the final boss rather than spending hours to no avail and perhaps hampering your enjoyment of the game overall? Thank you, Liam. Mm. Is the question, have I, or would I say I'd finished Well, have, it? have you? And uh, if you have, did you say that you finished <laughs> it? Uh, and if you haven't done that, would you say you'd finished it right. if you did do that? Cool. <laughs> no, I have a specific example of this too. Final Fantasy 13, which I tried to play and I really wanted to like and I didn't. And then I went back to it and I gave it a really good another run and I got all the way up to the final boss and I know it was the final boss because towards the end I was so bloody bored of it that I was following a guide just to get through it. Um, and I could not beat the final boss. My character builds were just rubbish mm. for the type of boss it was. I was woefully underpowered. There were a, a several, it was a long time ago. It was like a decade ago. Uh, but there are several reasons why I just couldn't beat this final boss. And so every time I talk about Final Fantasy 13, I say I got all the way up to the final boss. I don't say I finished the game. Yeah. I don't say I practically finished the game. Mm. It's I couldn't. I got to the final boss and then I stopped. Yeah, I wouldn't say... If, if I ever did that, I wouldn't say that I finished the game. Um, I don't think I've ever done that. Got as far. I've definitely, um, you know, quit halfway through games because I found them too yeah. difficult. But I don't think I've ever got quite that far and then been um, stuck. I think the closest thing maybe was um, like uh, the, the... It's another Tekken answer, actually, from me. Um, Tekken 6? Yeah, Tekken 6 had talked about it before just this giant like egyptian crocodile boss he's like about 15 feet tall he's got like a, a pharaoh's headdress on and he's a sort of looks like a crocodile skeleton and he's just really 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 difficult and cheap and it's just not fair and you do eventually beat him i, I wonder if there's even some kind of adaptive difficulty where if you've died like right 20 times and just hit continue that maybe it gets a bit easier because suddenly you do seem to just get it but um yeah i definitely there were times where i would rage quit from the game and just be like well I'm not, this is stupid and, and then i'd you know i'd quit and then I'd go back to it eventually so uh it, it is one that i have eventually overcome many times but uh it's probably the closest i've got to 
saying, oh, screw this, I'm out at the very end. Yeah, I don't think I've I've not like stopped at the final boss. Mm. But I also sometimes feel a bit weird when I have finished a game's story, but there's like other bits to go back and do like mopping up wise. And if I haven't finished them, I sometimes be like, well, I finished the game. But I haven't I haven't finished everything yet because I'm like, well, I technically haven't finished the game because if you finish the game, you've done everything. And sometimes like with God of War, I've finished the game, mm-hmm. but I haven't done two of the things that I need to do to get the final trophies and also to fully finish the game. So I'm a bit like, yeah, I've, I've finished the game. I think if you roll but... credits, you finished the yeah, game. Yeah, I, I know it. that, but I would, I would say game. that, oh, well, I finished the game. But there's a couple of things I still need yeah. to go back and do. Mm. So, but I've never lied and said I finished you the game. Never li- even and though you I never haven't. would. Never ever in my whole life will never cross my heart. Cross my heart. Is it Bayek? Is that the name of the 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 boss? Yeah, it's the guy no, from Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, I know it is <laughs> Azazel. Azazel. Yeah, that's it. Well, what does it say, Bayek? Then, or maybe that's the player name. I don't know. Oh yeah, ba- Bayek is a character you can play as. Azazel. Uh, so that must be who's against him. Okay, Azazel. Cool. That's Azazel. a good name. Yeah, Vajazel. No, mm. not that one. He's a real... Your vajazzle is beautiful. A-hole. I hate him so much. Um, he can't hurt you anymore. No, he can't. Thank God. Peter, I think I've got just enough room for a little something. something. Yeah, a little bit of push. Yeah, I wasn't going to, but it's Christmas. No, you, you simply must. I made it specially. Thank That's what my you. grandma says. <laughs> oh, but I made it specially for you. Oh, grandma, please. David Lever says... If you could know the exact date and time of your death, <laughs> no, JK. Um, what <laughs> That's one, an after dark that reference. Is an after Do dark you feel reference. left out? Mm. Um, what one game would you banish to hell? And what was the start of that question? Sorry, if if you knew when you were going to die. <laughs> oh, oh, it, no, oh! No, I thought it wasn't. you would. I thought you were legitimately that. just joking. <laughs> oh, he say, started he with that. Yeah. in the he, question. He made the joke. Oh, okay. Well, you All did. Right, wow. Um, but the question is just: What, what one game would you banish to hell? Oh, it's time to piss some people off, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess putting aside just really bad worst games ever, because they're mm. kind of obvious, maybe something slightly more controversial. I've like, got an answer. Yeah. 12 minutes. I'd banish okay. that game to hell. It did. Yeah. It should never have been made. Whoever wrote that, sick in the head. And I don't think anyone else should ever accidentally play that game um, thinking it's a good game. Banish to hell. Okay, and everyone who made it vanished to hell. I would banish League of Legends to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could banish the whole genre to hell, um, but I guess there are some game, uh, some games in that genre that don't have horrible communities. But League of Legends certainly does, and also I can't play it. I don't get it. Um, just everything about it, I dislike. If the I can't play it, no one can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so not that I want to play it, but I did play it with friends on maybe two occasions because they were a bit more more into their mobas, and I was like. I don't, I don't understand. Mm. Um, and uh, it's not enough that I don't just un- uh, not understand it. It's that everyone there is not very nice, apparently. So that's what I would do. I've heard similar stories. Mm. Uh, I would banish Roblox to hell because <laughs> I don't, I, I don't understand it, and it scares me. And also, it, it's using kids as slave labor. It to does make games. also do that a bit. Yes. Yeah. They're, yeah. It's not They're really great. bad. It's pretty problematic, but still, the kids, they love it. They do. They, they flip do. and love being being little uh, little, coders. little coders. Amy's younger brother plays it a bit, and his yeah. friends do. And uh, like in the earlier days, when I, I'd not, not even heard of it yet, it wasn't that popular. And she said, oh, yeah, he plays this game called Roblox. And she said, you should install it just to see it and like have a look. And I installed it on my computer. Ooh. And uh, I tried to boot it up, <laughs> and my computer blue screened and never recovered. And I don't think it was Roblox's fault. <laughs> But I, I just do. associated, yeah. Well, it could I be. I used to I play a lot of Roblox. But when I now I was associate it with the with the blue screen. 
I played it all the time. I used to like go into things where I'd be like, survive the disaster. And then you'd be like all thrown into a thing and then like a tidal wave would happen. You have to try and survive to the end of the thing. And then there was like various things where you'd have to like role play as police people. Uh, and Sounds sick actually. Be, to be that. honest, Maybe it needs to come I kind back. of wish that like, it, I didn't know it was problematic so that I could go back and just <laughs> enjoy it, but... I don't no. get why the characters look like that, though. Why do they look like... You know that that Kanye? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they look like. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't understand it. No, neither do I. Yeah. Good answer. Hmm. Yeah. Thank ben, you. I, I interest you. for a little bit more? In... A little after well, post-tea uh, snack? The... It's only wafer thin. Are these the gluten-free ones I asked for? They are, mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. If by gluten-free, Maybe, you mean oh, full see, of gluten. I'm allergic to Marlies, oh. and, you, and you've made one with Marlies. Sorry in, about so. that. You didn't tell us that before, time. Thank you, Mar, for the uh, for the question. Hey, Abap, oh, what's yeah. the... They say hi back. Okay. Cool. Thanks. What's the game that took you the longest to finish? Not in-game hours, but you started it in February and only finished it in November, for example. Right. Thank you, Mar. So maybe something much. we put aside and and went back to potentially mm. or just something that took ages. Yeah. When I first played through Horizon Zero Dawn, I started playing it in maybe like August and then played it a lot. Got to a point where I was like really, really stuck um, and I was really annoyed that I couldn't play anymore um, and then stopped playing it for about four months. And then Ben was like, why did you stop playing Horizon? And I was like, it was too, I just couldn't get past this bit. I kept dying and it was too hard. And then we looked at my settings and I had put it on like ultra yeah. hard <laughs> by accident. How far through the game had you made it? Like I'd made it to Meridian and I was okay, doing so one of the side, right then. side missions in Meridian and I just kept getting like ganked. And I was like, why is it so hard? I just don't <laughs> understand. And then uh, it turns out I'd just been playing it on hard. So when I put it on easy, I finished it within like a week because <laughs> I still Amazing. had like... I was like, this is really, hey, this game is really easy and fun and I really like this game. But oh, the first knew? time I was like, oh, this game's too hard. I don't like it. <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm. Do you know yours, Ben? Uh, yes, it would probably be either Final Fantasy VII, which I started uh, on a st- when I was having a sleepover at a friend's house. And I've told this anecdote before. It really scared me, the opening of the game. Like, mm. it gave me a nightmare. So I left the game there. And then eventually, like a year later, I returned to it. And then it took me flipping ages to finish it because, you know, I wasn't very old. Uh, so either that or Demon Souls, which I bought and started and wasn't good at, so immediately gave up on and then returned to, like, two or three years later and finally finished it. Uh, but... Usually now, unless I sort of give up on a game that I have no intentions of coming back to, I tend to finish things pretty much in within a few weeks yeah. just mm. because I, I know that I will forget how to play it. That's the thing. I either on. wouldn't go back to it or, yeah, I would, I would think, well, I'm going to finish this now then. Otherwise, like, I never will sort mm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like, a more a more recent one would be... Tekken 5. <laughs> Uh, would be um, uh, Kingdom Hearts, I think, took me a very long mm. time. Um, there's some really hard bosses in that and just a lot to do. And you don't always know actually where you're supposed to be. So you can like go through each world and com- complete them. But then there's a bit of backtracking needed at certain times. Yeah. And like you go back to a world you were at ages ago and you go to a certain area and like, oh, like flipping, Mickey, not Mickey Mouse, but, you know, Riku is standing there and there's stuff to do. And he didn't, it didn't really 
signpost you there at all. So that took me ages. Um, but as as Final Fantasy is to Ben, Spyro the Dragon is to me. And that's just reminded me that I started that when I first got a copy when I was like, I don't know, eight years old or something, seven and didn't realize i didn't really understand the concept of saving the game um for uh, a very long time okay so uh and i had this like memory of the third i made it all the way to the third home world once in a in a single sitting <laughs> yeah and then for months after that i was like i'm sure there's like a snowy place somewhere i went to a snowy place once and it was this sort of fading memory and then one day i worked out oh yeah i suppose if you save the game then you can come back and carry on from where you were Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I got to the snow place and I was very excited. So it probably took me like a year or two to finish that game, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. And three, I remember Spyro 3 had uh, had a big memory card advert on the manual. Mm. There's the, what's she called? Like the, the, the queen or the em- empress? Yeah, empress or something. And she's like, don't forget to save your game. Get an official PlayStation memory card or yeah, something Yeah, there's like one that. on Spyro 2 as well, I think. It's mm. like yeah. when the mole in Animal Crossing would come and shout at me if I turned my DS off without saving. Yeah. You'd load the game up and it'd be like, how dare you do that? I'm like, if you know well enough that I haven't saved, you should have saved for me. If you've got enough back, like forethought to be like, let's tell her off for not saving, then you should save the game for me, mole. Dark Souls mole. does that as well. It tells you off if you if you just quit the game without first pressing start and then going to exit back to the main menu because it saves all the time. Like if mm. you, a lot of exploits for speedruns are people will jump off a cliff. And then before they die, they'll quickly back out to the main menu and come back in. And they will, due to various trickeries that they've done, they will be alive at the bottom of wherever it is that they've jumped. They're Mm. supposed to have jumped to their death. But it remembers everything. But when you start it up, it said, um... You uh, didn't close properly last time you were in here. So, you know, be careful because your save data might corrupt and it never does. uh, But it always shouts at you. Peter, I brought this from home. As a little snack for you. Oh, God. Um, I made it special. Well, all right, but... It's got a picture of your face on it. As I'll only be on dry turkey for the next few days, I best uh, have a few extra reserves to keep me going. Mm. So um, thank you to Samuel Benson for this question. Hello, Bap. Your favorite franchise is being turned into a mobile game. Describe the mobile game. Thank you, Samuel. Mm. First off, what's your favorite franchise? That's a big question. Is it Horizon for you, Ashton? Yeah, I was going to say, does it count as a franchise because it's technically only had two games? Yeah, well, it's I think got it a just VR means game It's got a VR IP. game coming. Yeah, if we're going with that, it probably would be Horizon. And I reckon it would be like a... You know when they'd made the um, Kingdom Hearts mobile game where like it's kind of a turn-based little like chibi-style thing i'm so um, vaguely aware of the mobile ones and yeah. probably end up being a bit like that like you up you play as like aloy and she's going around and getting killing monsters mm-hmm. and raiders and stuff and there'll probably be a little like mini story that's something to do with so rubbish uh <laughs> something, something crap something crap uh where she's like oh gotta go and save this last bear in existence gotta or save something the last bear, uh, the last bear. Come on. Actually, to be fair hey I'll probably be on board with that. Go and find the last bear. Go save the last, last bear. bear. Save it. Save that bear. Save that um, bear. Don't forget to save your bear. No. Nope. Before you turn off you the You didn't console. save your bear last night. Um, I like yeah. how we've all got our arms crossed because it's, it's really cold. It's so cold. cold. Here, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... There'll probably be that. Okay. I reckon. Nice. 
fair. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to pick our favorite franchise, let's say Dark Souls. I think we did a list on this a long time ago, 10 franchises that would make good mobile games or mm-hmm. something like that. And I believe that the one that we came up with for Dark Souls or similar, or at least the one that I'd like to see is some sort of AR Pokemon Go. That's what I was going to say. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You go around and you've got your you've got your character with their stats and I don't really know the specifics of how it would work, but maybe, you know, you open up the camera and there's a big flipping knight stood there on the Tyne Bridge. What are you going to do? You're going to attack it and then it will probably, you know, not be too flashy, but, you know, you want to defeat the knight and then maybe make it to the end of the day and then go home to your home base, which is the bonfire or Mm -hmm. something. You have to check in once a day otherwise you'll Mr. Gumnuts will come and take your souls away no, not Mr. Gumnuts Gum or something maybe I don't know something like that you know to rent it from being a flipping card game or yeah. similar which is probably the easy answer when I lived in Leicester um, in city centre we used to like see the main road in and out of the city hmm. and every Saturday there would be like a huge group of people all on their phones like walking the same way and we nice. figured out that they were like this like Pokemon Go slash like Hogwarts the Harry Potter one that came oh, out yeah. hmm. um they would all like go around together and like collect things and there was like families and then just like bunches of people and we're like what are you doing and then they'd nuts. go they'd go round and through the park and then they'd come back and go out the other way again and I was like they're bloody nerds wasn't there a thing with Pokemon Go where I think a really like rare Pokemon like a Mew or something happened to generate somewhere really sort of inappropriate and loads of people were turning up at this like memorial cemetery or something. Yeah, that sounds, sounds right. very familiar. I think that right. sort of happened. Um, I did see some mass hysteria get whipped up when there was that Pokemon Go Fest and someone just yelled, there's a such and such over here. And there was practically a stampede oh of people God, that just yeah. went spread, like without even checking, just blind faith went and mm. ran over there because it's Pokemon Go Fest. If yeah. it was going to show up, why wouldn't it show they up? They would here? make it show up here. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess my favorite franchise would be Spyro. So um, to avoid it being a card game, I would have I'd go for a Pokemon Go style collectathon. So maybe it's it's based on the first game. You go around and there's like crystal dragons to free all over your city. Maybe there are egg thieves as well. So you don't just like go to where the egg thief is. You, you have got to chase it around. You have to run around. Yeah. 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 yeah, either have to like literally run around, but then they probably would say that's not very safe because people are running out into the roads and stuff. So yeah. maybe rather than having to do it based on speed. You have to like track him into several points. So you go and there's like a thief and you tag him and then he goes, nah, 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 and he sort of disappears and then you find him again on your map and go point to point mm. rather than have children running across roads. Yeah, and stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah that was, that's what I would do, I think. Nice. Ashton, look. Um, Peter, I simply can't. I made it myself. Oh, but How I'm many of so these have been made full. yourself? All of it. Oh. It's all been made ourselves. Yes, the spirit of Christmas. With love. I got this from Iceland. Oh, Iceland do make some good mums. They right? make, That's how it's and they That's make some mums come good from party party foods. That's why mums come That's from why Iceland. Mums live at Iceland. Um, Jens Herman says, "What kind of genre mix-ups would you like to see?" I'm a huge fan of JRPGs and dislike horror games because I don't like that gameplay is because I don't like that the gameplay is puzzles and most of the time bad combat. So I would like to see a JRPG horror game. Mm. So what genre mix-up would you like to see? You should try some of the FromSoft games and Elden Ring. Yeah. There's some pretty horrific places there. Is it and spe- Bloodborne. 
are we specifically doing a genre we don't like and trying to redeem it with a genre we do like? Combine the two, or is it just two? So what would you like to see? Mm, a mashup. Okay. Mm. They haven't specified. Okay. Now I feel that sci-fi horror is a genre, a genre it's mashup. It's an underrepresented yeah, genre. That, right? There aren't many of those. There's not many. So perhaps that could be the way to go. Yeah. Mm. Or I would like like a farming game, but also like a lifestyle sim. Like a village. Mm -hmm. Like you could call it like a farming sim. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And it's okay. like all like pixelated and yeah. you know. Great music. Great music. Mm. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. No, chill vibes. You can sleep with everyone. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. What about an FPS lifestyle sim <laughs> where you go to war during the day and then you come home and have to cook dinner? You know? Like yeah. Cooking mama style. Cooking mama style, yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. Or... I would like to see a kart racer that is mixed with um, an MMORPG. I was literally about to say that. 100,000 <laughs> cars. 100,000 cars. And they all have collision with each yeah, other. Yeah, always driving around. It's like that clip. Have you, you seen it? You have to fuel I think up it's... as well. So it's like a one petrol station. So everyone's got yeah, everyone's to get queuing. into the petrol station. Is it a Seto Corsa, I think it is, or something like that? It looks like a Gran Turismo game, but it's not. And it's just, it's a fixed camera angle from the first bend. And there's the start line and it goes green and there's like 15 Reliant Robins with the three wheels, right. and they all come up to the corner, and they all just all flip out <laughs> one after the other. Amazing. <laughs> it's, it's so good. That sounds good. Um, no, not that, though. I'm trying to think of one that I genuinely would like to see. 
Yeah. I'm tr- yeah, because I, I can think of good combinations, but I'm like, oh, well, that actually exists. Um, you know, yeah. I'm trying to think of something unique. Because um, I, I liked... I like the idea of something like Dungeon Keeper, where you build like a, a gauntlet and then like your friends have to run through it. But that does sort of exist now. There are a few games like that. I think if, you know, 10 years ago, there probably would never, that, that wasn't oh, really Oh, yes, that new one that's coming out that's very similar. There's that one. It? There's there's definitely one coming out. And I think there's already one as well that's a bit like that. You Meet could... Your Maker or something. Is that the name of the mm. new one? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um but that, that's coming. But yeah, I think it sounds fun to be able to like build interesting, um, yeah, kind of mazes and challenges and stuff. Mm. Maybe you have to build it and then you can only submit it if you can complete it yourself. Um, otherwise, you would just make these impossible. You want like Orcs Must Die meets like Mario Maker. Yeah, I guess it is a bit Orcs. It's like Tower Defense in a way. Yeah. Um, although maybe something like with a lot more kind of creativity, like um, sort of sandbox physics-y. So you can really just combine individual little components not just like here's here's the the axe wall and here's the spike pit it's like no no like you can put individual spikes in places you can have like flippers and like create machines mm. that you can't no, you <laughs> flip you Jesus. Wow. Uh, and yeah so you could like almost create your own special machines and stuff mm. um yeah that could be fun I'm also going to go the horror route and I'm going to choose walking sims with survival horror. Or not even survival horror, just horror-themed walking sim. Because oh, I horrible. find that walking sims are inherently incredibly atmospheric and can mm. be a bit spooky and unsettling. Yeah. But I have, and I'm sure they exist, I've yet to experience or be made aware of any mainstream, as far as, you know, as mainstream as walking sims get, uh, walking sim, uh, a mainstream walking sim game with actual horror elements that aims to mess with you and make you really uncomfortable and freak you out a bit. Because mm. mm. Gone Home was scary in its own ways, uh, but it wasn't a horror game. Dear Esther was spooky too. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture was spooky in lots of ways, but it never did anything. It never leaned into the horror. It wasn't a horror title. It just... I think those games are incredibly effective at building mm. atmosphere and tension. And a game like that, that's specifically designed to mess with you. Like, imagine you're walking down a really long corridor uh, with, like, one swinging light fixture at the end. And then the light goes out, and you're in this walking sim in the dark, and you're like, what the hell's going on? And then your disc tray ejects or something yeah. like that. Can you imagine? <laughs> I guess the great. closest thing to that would be PT, in a way, yeah. which mm. is obviously short. Um, that is exactly not, it. Not a proper game. There's in that no sense. combat. There's no inventory management. There's no leveling up. It's just you start here. You've got to go there. There is a narrative. Mm. Good luck. Or the park. There yeah. it is. Yeah. The, park. the park. That's what I'm thinking of. That mm. is. what you want. Yeah. Swan ride. Let's go. Ben, have you mm. left room for dessert? Did you answer, Ashton? Y- yeah. What are you combining? Kart races, MMO. Oh, that's, that's your answer, is it? Okay. <laughs> I do want to play that, though. Like it does lot. sound. Sounds really fun. Like huh? excellent chaos. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> No, I've already had one that was made with love. Can, is this one made with hatred? Two. Thank you. <laughs> two. Thank you. Have two. Have two. I couldn't possibly. Nexus Polaris, thank you very much. Hey, Bap, if you could pick any video game related song to be your IRL background theme, I've already picked mine. What, <laughs> I've, I've what read would this it be? I, mine I would well. personally pick Persona 5's Beneath the Mask instrumental version. Thanks, Keys Keys, Nexus. Great choice, Nexus. Thank I you. I think we've all picked this. Obviously, picked this, Dr. Dr. Anal, Anal Hill's song. walkout music <laughs> oh, in really? every Dark Pictures anthology game. I don't think I'm rad enough for that. Oh, it would I make think, me radder to I have it. I think you, you could pull it off, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I guess so. 
Mm. When I saw the question, my immediate thought was yes. Hill. So for people obviously. who aren't familiar, uh, if you played a Dark Pictures anthology game, whenever the narrator or the curator or whatever he's called mm. is introduced, yeah. he walks down this corridor in like slow motion and it plays this sort of like 90s rock song. Yeah, yeah. like it, prod rock. Oh, it's so good and it's so inappropriate and I love it. Yeah. I would maybe, um, if I don't go with that answer, although that is the correct answer, I would maybe have um, <laughs> the the live soon sniper music we used to use. Da, 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 Next stage. Da, 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 da. A man walking trouble. his dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or if we're going I, recent, I'd go for God of War or El uh, Elden Ring's main thing. I was going to say God oh, of War. Oh, but they're so good. They're so good. Yeah, Both God of War's main theme is really good. Gets yeah. you hyped. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Mm, yeah. You got a serious one, Peter, or are you sniping maybe, all the way? Maybe some Jer I've established it's Jeremy Soul, by the way. It is Jeremy Soul, not Jeremy Soul. Jeremy Soul. I've been saying Soul all these years. Well, it seems right, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Got any Why has it got an E on the end? Take the E off it's, if it's flipping Soul. Maybe some Jeremy Soul. Hasn't Soul music. of Your Feet got <laughs> an E on it? Uh, yeah, but it's not got a U in it. Oh, I didn't know how, how you spell his name. Oh, yeah. Oh, you. It's Soul, as in. Soul well, there's Reaver. two spellings of soul, right? Yeah. Anyway. Three now. I'd have like <laughs> some either I would have like the Oblivion soundtrack so that when nice things are happening to me, it's <laughs> just <laughs> And then if a mud crab attacks me. That's what I go for. Amazing. I think you've got some good like Spyro um like area backing music that would be good there's one that sounds like hard times by paramore that whenever i hear it like <laughs> just get just the like duh, 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 just love it it just gets me going well so. uh stuart copeland recycled a lot of music that he'd either made before and put into spyro or he used it after spyro such as the amanda show theme tune is just mm. a spyro wow it's just a spyro one wow. backing song that's great um yeah now peter i know you full. But if I put this in some Tupperware, will you take it home? Because uh, can I reheat it in the morning? Yeah, it, yeah. it will reheat really well. It's okay. just you know we're going to throw it away otherwise. Right. Yeah. No, I don't want to waste it. Um, so let's have um, this from Quetzal Angel, who says, "Hi, Triple Jumpers." Hello. Uh, with the HBO series of The Last of Us, do you think that some elements of the story should be changed in order to offer a new experience and make it a little less predictable? Merry Holy Days, Quetzal. I did wonder this. I mean, I think it's pretty clear. They may have even said, actually, officially, but I think it's clear from the trailer that because it's presumably going to be a multi-season show, it's not. this first season is not going to end the way that the first game ends. I I can't imagine that's mm. what's going to happen. I don't know if, if they officially said know, that. No, because we've seen a lot of it, and a, it's a lot of the game that we've seen mm. so far. Like They seem to get quite far into the game, just like what we've seen in the trailers, so... I don't know. But I was going to say that uh, whether they do it this season or later, you know, and get to the to the hospital scene, um, it it's like with Game of Thrones, they got ahead of the books in the end, didn't they? And they had to like find out what is going to happen. And I think they took some license as well. So I think the way the books are going to go when they're eventually out is not actually how the show mm -hmm. uh, played out. And uh, I think that could be... That could be interesting, you know, because mm. that's such a hard hitting moment. You don't expect it to happen when you're playing the game. And it's it's such an integral part of the story of The Last of Us that, I mean, it's a difficult choice. Do they just do it again 
uh, for the benefit of those who maybe haven't played the game and that will you know really really affect new newcomers to the franchise or do they try and produce another kind of blow you know a, a, a really strong kind of effect for the people who think they know where it's going <coughs> and then you know they might suddenly go oh my god what you know mm. um so i don't know which i'd prefer to be honest it would seem wrong to change from from the original story but it would be nice to have a shock you know so. mm. yeah well much like the best video game ever made the uncharted movie yeah, um, video game movie. Video game, sorry, video game movie and video game movie. Um, I would imagine that they'll they'll touch on a lot of themes from the game, uh, mm. but you know they can't age Bella Ramsey up ten years between seasons, mm. so they're going to have to start some new stories and expand some other stuff as well. I'd I'd have thought, but there will be there'll definitely be stuff from the game that they'll they'll be touching on for mm. sure. I think that they will put um, Pedro Pascal in an, uh, one of those helicopter hats um, for the entire yes. show. Mm. That would be really nice change. I'd like it so at the beginning of the of the show. You can select which outfit you put your characters in, and then for the rest of the the show, they're in that outfit. They just make a custom show. Just yeah. For if they yeah. do another um, Uncharted game, do you think they'll do it with the Nathan Cake uh, skin? Where you mean the Uncharted just... movie. Uh, yeah, did I say game? Yeah. <laughs> Neither I, of us can. They're get it so right. similar. It's, it's, so. You know, it's... Tom Holland gains twelve stone to yeah. play Donut Drake, like the whale. Yes. Yeah. Res- mad respect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I think it'll probably be kept uh, very much the same, but I do think that they've got a lot of liberties to spend more time on things. Like I reckon we'll get a bit more of an insight into like the weird cannibal cult thing that's in The Last of Us, mm. and I reckon we'll get like whole episodes in certain areas which will be really interesting so maybe they will run out of time but i do think that the hospital point would be like the perfect end to the season yeah as it, is it with seems the game. an obvious but because there isn't really that many other points in the game where you could be like we could end the series here and it would, where they find would the want to carry on. yeah that's where it ends yeah mm. wow that's so beautiful isn't it the world's Thing. good. Yes. Everything's happy. The child and we're nearly at the fireflies. Yeah, that'll and go then well. Just, a card comes up and says they found the cure and everyone is okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and it was all a dream. Um, mm. I think that would be really cool to just get some changes. Um, but I do think that that the game is in itself a very good end to what it does. So maybe we will get it. Mm. But we don't know if they're even going to make a season two yet. They've kind of been like, we will if people like it. When's Chernobyl season two coming out, huh? Yeah. Yeah. When are they going to blow up another reactor so we can have season two? Yeah, exactly. That's true, yeah. Get on with it. (laughs) Uh, Now, Ashton, I don't know if you care for a nightcap as you're on your way. Oh, I am about to go, but hey, there's always time for a drink. Yeah. Not if you're driving, though. Not if you're driving, though. But your Uber's nearly here. Yeah. There's there's time for you to have a I'm going to get on my bicycle to go. Yeah. Cameron Keywood says, Nihal Bap. The New Year Lord of Gaming has announced that all IPs will be available for use in the first ever gaming draft. And you each have five picks as a representative of Sony, Peter, Microsoft, Ashton, and Nintendo. Ben. Your first. What? What was that? Nothing. You're laughing at. Nothing. Your first pick is as. Um, your first pick is an IP that stays locked with your ecosystem, but the rest are open season. Have a good New Year, Cameron Keyword. So we've all been given. We've all been assigned. Uh, we can pick um, five picks for that we will be in charge of. 
The first one is the only one that stays locked in our okay. ecosystem. So what is your exclusive? Yeah. I, and can I pick from all of gaming? All, all of, of gaming. gaming. So I could just like nick Mario if I yeah. want. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, oh, lock in an exclusive. Oh, I'm trying to think what's going to make the most money. Because you, you could say something like, you know, something really popular like God of War or something like that. But if you're only bringing those out every so often, you know, something like Mario... You can bring out lots of Mario games on the regular. I might mm. just, I might just swoop in as I'm going first. <laughs> just steal the Mario boy. No. Oh my god! Yeah. How could you? Married at first sight. It's classic flipping Sony yeah. buying everything. Coming in, this is god disgusting. Buying Mario. Yeah, you, you shouldn't let me go first. I'm gonna go uh, money hat on forward, uh, and I'm gonna get FIFA. FIFA's mine. Yeah. If you want the FIFA, Microsoft can't have FIFA. it. It's just for me now. All those wow. football boys, they're coming for Enjoy me. Enjoy eFootball, nerds. Yeah, mm. suck it, nerds. Um, I'm gonna take Pokemon, yeah, because I think that sells an awful lot of Nintendo systems, and I'd be an idiot to get rid of it. Mm. Round two, uh, because we're Sony and it belongs on Sony machines, we're gonna have Call of Duty, um, <laughs> okay. but we're not gonna lock it to uh, to Sony. I'm not gonna be a dick about no, it. No, just only a just dick. Just wanna have it. That. Just wanna have it. Yeah, I'm gonna take The Legend of Zelda. And I'm I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna put um, what's his face from Starfield, whose name is escaping me. Who's making Starfield? Todd. Todd Howard. I'm gonna put him in charge. <laughs> Todd's in charge of yeah. Zelda. Yeah, a thousand floating a thousand islands. Floating God. islands. That sounds yeah, like but a everyone can have terrific it. Terrific combination. But Todd Howard's making it. Todd Howard's making it. Um, I'm gonna take Fable because you don't know what you're doing with it. <laughs> it's mine now. I'm making Fable. That would be charming. Fable it would be charming Nintendo. as hell. It would, it? yeah. Um, we will go with maybe Wow, Wow, mm, Wow. Um, maybe we'll still make Wow too, just to kind of bring in some fresh meat. I know they're still making Wow Worlds expansions. Of, Worlds of Warcraft. Worlds of Warcrafts <laughs> reforged. No. <laughs> um, yeah, because they they are still making DLC. They just released a big dragon pack, but uh, mm -hmm. we'll we'll make we'll make it brand new. Okay. I'm taking Spyro. Whoa. <laughs> well, that's what they've done. Uh, the yeah, the it is. We've got Activision under our belt, and we're gonna and we're gonna make a new one. Yeah, sort kind of, of <laughs> sort of. Uh, and we're gonna make a new one. We're gonna make an MMO. A Spyro in cards. It's the goblin one from Skylanders. Um, yeah, we're gonna... by the figurines, toys to life, yeah. baby. It's a MOBA. Yeah, uh, we're gonna buy Spyro. Spyro's ours now. Suck it, Pia. <laughs> Uh, Sackboy's mine. Ooh. Little Big Planet is a Nintendo. Little Big Planet by Nintendo would be good. I'm yeah. trying to pick ones that I think would be good. Nintendo I'm just trying ones. to pick ones just to, just to be a piss dick. people off. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll pick one to be self-serving. Uh, we are going to acquire Beyond Good and Evil, and we're going to pump all of Sony's money into that <laughs> sequel so that it will eventually be all released. Of it. Mm. All of it. Ooh. Um, I will take... Hmm... What do I want? What do I want? What do you want? No, I don't you really want Spider-Man. I kind of want something that we can take a risk on because we've got so much bloody money. Bloody. Mm. Bloody money. Bloody money. Uh, I'll probably take Half-Life off Valve. Oh, yeah. Can't have it. It's ours now. And we'll put pump a load of money in it because we're Microsoft and I've got so much of it and make a new Half-Life. Finally, give the people what they want. Viva Piñata. Oh, love those games. Or so you're making game. like 
just good Nintendo yeah. trying to trying to trying to yeah put together a staple uh, with Pokemon. Yeah, all the other IP are up for grabs, but uh, but these ones I want on on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just think would be appropriate. Well, see, I'm now trying to think of one that would be last a, one a, a good like third person single player like you know action mm. adventure game. Um, a la God of War and Horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about uh, Batman? We'll have mm. like the Arkham series. Yeah. We'll yeah. just release way more Batman and do some spin-offs with like, you know, flipping... Commissioner Jimmy. Yeah, Commissioner James, that photographer from the Daily Planet. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, like uh, what Harley Quinn, maybe. We'll do a, like a Harley Quinn game, mm-hmm. a Joker mm. game, loads of cool, interesting stories. Yeah, I would like to take... Um, it's not currently being made into a game, but I'm taking it anyway. I'd like to make a Doctor Strange game Ooh. that's like first person, a la you know your Death Loops, your oh, yeah. your Dishonored, interesting like, powers, yeah, interesting powers at your hands, and you can activate certain things. That'd be fun. And he's got time stones, so I could do a full bloody Death Loop situation. Getting back to the beginning of the day every day if I felt like every it. day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Last yeah. one, Last Nintendo. One, uh, leaning into the uh, the sort of in, indie scene. Let's shoot Larry. I'm going to choose The Haunted Chocolatier, which is the spiritual successor yeah. to Stardew Valley. Mm. That's oh, yeah. a Nintendo game now. That's a good one. We have it. <laughs> it's going to look like Animal Crossing. It's going to look like Animal Crossing. Yeah. It's going to run like crap. It's the Nintendo way, baby. Let's yeah, do I'm... Uh, Pretty happy with those picks. Yeah, I think. yeah. I can't even Nintendo remember what. Oh, what's, what's, what's this? What your turn, isn't it? Is yeah. it? Yeah. Ashton just uh, had. We've that already had our seconds. It's your turn to have some seconds. You're not even gonna. F- you're not even gonna gussy it up a little bit for me. Oh yeah, no. It's just, just before I even just, got there, you, you were asking, "What's this? Yeah, what's this? What's would this? you do that around your grandma's at the dining table? What's this? What's this, Phil? To which you would say cauliflower cheese. I love cauliflower cheese. Thank you, Ashton. See, playing up to the bit. There you go, Carrie. Carrie Buchter. Is there a song or album that brings up video game memories for you? Ryan says Limp Biscuit. Yeah, always reminds him of playing Perfect Dark with his brother. He also says I should write the Chocolate Starfish album specifically, but I didn't want to type such filth. Wink. It's there. Wink. It's just one of those days. Hmm. <laughs> Come on. There is. There are a few of these where I'm like, oh, it reminds me of. I'm trying to think. I mean, there's um, stuff like, obviously, your, your Tony Hawks's and your Burnouts, which had actual pop songs in the background. They're mm. kind of, that stands to reason. But um, I've got a weird one, which is, um, I was never a particular big fan of it, but I borrowed a copy of Lego Jurassic World. Mm. Um, and I was playing through the first game. And at the same time, um, I had... Uh, I think I just discovered that my Xbox 360, you could like load music onto it from a CD. So you could like plug the C- put the CD in the drive. It would like rip the music off and store it on your console. So you could then put a game in and still listen to this music. Right. And just as a test, I'd done it with the first CD I could find in the house, which was a gift that my sister had got my dad for Father's Day. And it was just like... 40 like dad rock songs or pop <laughs> songs or something so as a test uh i was playing this jurassic world game and now when i hear 
there's like maybe two or three songs. There was My First, My Last, My Everything by Barry White, right? <laughs> Love Shack. And oh. I think there's another one. And now when I hear Love Shack, I think of Lego Jurassic World, which is a very strange association. But uh, so, yeah, I'm sure there are better answers where it was, you know, oh, yeah, I listened to this music with a game that I really enjoyed. But that's a, a strange answer of just pure answer. Pavlovian association. Mm. Um, I... Sometimes when I when I was playing Horizon Zero Dawn at the beginning of this year before the second one came out, when I was running around kind of mopping stuff up, um, I put on my playlist and the first song it would always play because I it, sometimes it wouldn't shuffle automatically. It would just play the first song in the playlist on, on the PlayStation would be Orla Garland's You're Not Special, Babe. What's um, Orla Gar- Gar- Garland? Orla Garland. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Um, you're not special, babe. Would be always be the first song that came on. So whenever I hear that song now, I just think of Horizon. Or if I'm playing it, I just have that song in my head because it would always be the first song that would be coming on when I press like play on a playlist. And her like album cover would be like the the front of the playlist, even though it was like one song, but it happened to be at the top. <laughs> um, so yeah, probably that song. I reckon. Hmm. I think I associate music or albums with games sort of in conjunction with this time of year as well because i back when cds were a thing uh used to ask for a cd for christmas sometimes and i think probably i I would you know usually get a game for christmas as well and then there would be a combination of all of them Mm. at some point uh so probably the darkness permission to land that Mm. album the one with the ufo and the ping pong bats you remember the one yeah yeah you remember the one no it's like that that's how it is it's a great album um, and probably played some games with it. I can't remember specifically, to be honest. I tend not to listen to music too much when I'm playing games. No, I don't. Um, only if I'm clearing up some side stuff or trophies and then I'll listen to a podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I used either. to listen to podcasts when I played Minecraft, like back when I first played it back in, in the kind of the early days. So I think of uh, uh, Minecraft when I, well, I don't listen to the Ogpod anymore. I don't go back and listen to it, but I used to, re-listen to that pretty regularly for a few years mm-hmm. and i would you know sort of recycle round to earlier episodes and i'd be like oh yeah i remember i was building my my tree farm when i listened to this episode <laughs> last uh, year when we were in a mini lockdown um over the beginning of the year me and mb played quite a lot of minecraft together mm-hmm. modded minecraft and we used to sit in the same room and like chat but i would have like in my headphones music playing and i'd be like playing minecraft and he's like are you are you listening to music and not talking to me? And I'm like, well, you weren't saying anything. And I, was, I wanted to listen to like Christmas songs or whatever. And he was always like, how dare you? So now sometimes whenever we play Minecraft, I'm just like sneaking some music on. Yeah. What so. a betrayal. I know. Now, Peter, mm. I know you're really full at this point, but this Ugh. is legitimately the last slice. Would you do me the honor? I know how much you enjoy milk chocolate. Mm. And this one is coated in Chockies. It. Well, it's, it's, in it's there. the last slice come, the three of us share it because I couldn't, I do not You couldn't have possibly. No, I, I could, could not possibly. That's fair. We what can if have I a... mashed it up for yeah. you? Would, you, would that be easier? From Chris Law. Hey, y'all. What's the best game to nurse a hangover to? We're sharing it. Maybe after too many, the triple jump cocktails. Happy New Year and don't go changing too much. Oh, I can't do another thing. <laughs> I'm so full. Full. As you go and have a nap. 
gaming to hang out. Usually when I'm hungover, I don't want to play any no, games. No, that's what no. I was going to say. Um, any game that lets me sit on my sofa and like just kind of lay, as go as far to lying down without actually having to still be able to see the TV. Mm-hmm. Like something so recently, shockingly, Saints Row, because it's so Disgusting. rubbish and so mind-numbing that like I could just sit there lying down, just staring at the TV and just run around and just do nothing. Mm-hmm. So any game in which there is not a lot of content is perfect for a hangover. Yeah. That's true. But games that don't require a huge amount of your attention. Mm. Games with a routine, mm. Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a game like Persona 5 or 4 Golden, if you're following a guy to get that sweet, sweet 100% completion run. Uh, I found that very therapeutic when I did that last year, following a guide for those. I wasn't necessarily hung over the entire time, but maybe for some of it I was. Uh, I think it's just nice being told what to do when you can't be bothered <laughs> to yeah. do anything else. Well, I was going to say maybe a walking sim where it's, there's only one thing to do, which is just go where the game is probably funneling you if you mm. pay any attention at all to the cues. So, yeah, and not having to worry about sudden QTEs or monster attacks or spikes in music. So maybe something like Firewatch or something. It's not yeah. a game I do play when I'm hungover, but I think that would work pretty well. And if you want to purge the hangover, Beat Saber. Yeah. In, in VR. Mm. That's, yeah. uh, that's the way Sweat to go. Sweat it out. Yes. I might make you puke. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, speaking of puking, I'm so stuffed. Me too. I'm going to need a new belt. Uh, but thank you so much for listening, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed this, uh, this, this little twist on the traditional formula. We'll be back next week with a regular episode. Oh, wait, no, we won't. It'll be episode 200, and it'll be our Game of the Year podcast. We'll be joined by James Jenkins running down our five top games of 2022 alongside five of the Patreon-voted games Mm -hmm. as well. The votes are ongoing now. Go check out patreon.com forward slash team triple jump to find out how you can contribute to that. If you want to find us in other places around the internet, Peter is going to tell you where and how. You can find us on youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump. It's where we do all of our videos and live streams. Uh, when we're streaming on both of those channels, we are modded by Lord Brotovich, Trailing Badger, and Mr. Black. Uh, if you've got Amazon Prime, part of the bundle includes a Twitch sub. It's no extra cost, it's just all in there. Uh, and you can spend that on us if you like. Um, you'll get the normal benefits, and we will, I think, get the money as though you're subscribed. But uh, it doesn't cost you anything extra. Twitter.com and Facebook.com forward slash team triple jump for video and live stream announcements, legacy video content, highlights of the week from Twitch, and loads of other things, bits of news. It's all put there by Fraser. Thank you, Fraser. Uh, TikTok.com forward slash at team triple jump. There's an at in that one. Um, Ashton is ticking and or talking over on tiktok.com um, it's great go and look at them thanks um, and patreon.com forward slash team triple jump for all of our patreon tiers you could have been a podcast producer in this episode you could be one in a future episode mm-hmm. remember that r- strange reference we made to after dark you can listen to the after dark bonus podcast by going to patreon signing up to the right tier yeah early videos and loads of stuff also yeah. i should say if you've made yourself a podcast producer for christmas and you're not on this list this is because we're recording this yes. well in advance of Christmas. So you will be on next week, but you might not be on this week's because um, this is the current list a few weeks we're before We're recording Christmas. a bit before Christmas, yeah. so yes. you might not have actually done yeah. it yet. 
Do not be alarmed. Um, we have a website. It's triplejuMP triplej.map. It smells jump. It's very clever. If you want to join Discord, you can go to triplej.map forward slash Discord and chat with our wonderful community. On Discord, we're modded by Jack, Joe, Tori, and Tolowise. And if they to do something, bloody well do it. All right? Um, if you want to listen to the podcast and its audio forms, maybe you've got a New Year's Eve party this evening and you think, how can I bring the mood? Hey, why don't I put this on? This will bring, bring the, mood. the mood down. Let's dance to this <laughs> yeah, conversation. We'll bring the, we'll bring the vibes. Um, <coughs> you can go to triplejet.mup forward slash podcast. And to check on our live stream VODs, Ben did a very big stream this week. I did. That will probably maybe be on the VODs channel, maybe <coughs> not yet. Check mm. on Monday um, slash Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and go to triplejet.mup forward slash VODs. If you want to book a cameo from us, you can go to triplejet.mup forward slash cameo. All of us and James Jenkins are on there. And if you want to buy some sick and cool merch, if your grandma gave you a little bit of money for Christmas, why not check it out on triplejumpshop.com. Com. Make sure you're following at Triple Jump Shop on Twitter for the latest merch announcements. And hey, if you've got some Triple Jump merch for Christmas, why not tag Triple Jump Shop and us in it? Ben, where can who? How can they tag how us? Can, in where it? they? Uh, I'll tell you. Why not follow Peter and Ashton on Instagram and Twitter and Hive? Yeah, yeah. At that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton and myself, just on Twitter at Confused underscore Dude. We do lists every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We should be returning to that. Uh, the Thursday stream is the joint stream Blaze it. on YouTube. I'm so sorry. I got off again. <coughs> Worst games ever. <coughs> it's fortnightly. Friday for patrons of a certain tier. Oh. Sunday for everyone else. Podcast sorry. every Saturday if Ben can make it to the next one. <laughs> mm. I'm dying. And shows. Shows. All, all the bloody time. Bloody yeah, time. he's got it. Uh, yeah, all the time. So uh, come check them out. Uh, please, uh, why not leave a five-star review on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. What's happening, Ashton? Thanks for asking, Ben. Um, we hope you had a lovely Christmas and you're feeling better than Ben currently is. Mm. Um, we have got a bunch of videos coming up slash have already come out over the last week. We released our annual Triple Jump is not changing video. That went up, I think, yesterday at, or today at time of release. Um, so do check that out. We want to say thank you to everyone who's helped us out. So find out what, what we've achieved this year. And tell you about all the ways that it is actually changing, but not in any bad way. No, not in a scary way. Uh, we've done every single year, every year in video Since gaming. Since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of time, <laughs> ranked from worst to best. There's a big tie in last place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was um, a, a bittersweet moment because it was the last ranked script written for us by Philip Reed, uh, who we lost this year. Um, but it was it's great to um, have such an all-encompassing list as his last one, at least. I Absolutely. Think. Mm -hmm. The problem is that there is one more after that. and uh, Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting uh, about that one. It's one as we've spoken about I'm before wrong. it's one that he is going to be furious is his final yeah. one uh, but this I think I mean that it will be an excellent video when it comes out but this one I think really shows <clears throat> how unparalleled the man was I'm losing my voice again it's alright don't it's get emotional right. <laughs> uh, how unparalleled the man was at research and putting mm. these things together so uh, we hope you enjoy that that will be out on New Year's Day yeah. so mm. it's our big annual hangover list mm. go and watch it in bed and learn some things about games yeah <laughs> Uh, this week I did my big Dark Souls, not Dark Souls. Demon Souls. Demon Souls, Sorry. that's it. I briefly forgot what game it was <laughs> as well. I was like, but it's not that one, but I can't remember which one it is. Um, at the time of recording, I did a little test playthrough in New Game Plus, 
and uh, it was all right. I'm yeah. confident I can do it in one sitting. So that will have been <clears throat> a couple of days ago. And as Ashton said, should be on the VODs channel soon. What's coming out? What came out this week? Sorry, Ashton, this this new, this new thing? Oh, yeah. This new thing? Uh, oh, yeah. I made a new thing. Um, well, maybe I will have. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I should have um, made a new show that we're going to be doing monthly, which is like a monthly gaming forecast where I tell you everything that's happening in a month that you need to know about in gaming, including things coming to PlayStation Plus, things coming to Game Pass, uh, things that are hitting the Switch or PC, exciting things to look out for. So check that out if you'd like. It should be have come out yesterday at time of release. So mm -hmm. hey, I'll check it out and tell me how much you liked it. So I feel good about myself. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Give it a watch. Give it a share. Ashton's first solo project. So uh, mm. go support it. Mm. And finally, Peter. It's episode 200 of the podcast coming up. Um, so this was, as Ashton said earlier, this was a, a little special episode to kind of celebrate that that 200. But we couldn't do it next time on the 200th episode because it's going to be our Game of the Year podcast. We're going to yeah. have James Jenkins here. All four of us will be talking about our five personal games of the year. And we'll have yours as well as voted for by uh, patron. It's patron exclusive, isn't it, the voting? Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you want to vote, um, you have to be a patron. That will be made available to you via Patreon itself. Well, I think sends out notifications for posts, but also I'm sure we'll tweet about it when the post goes out. So you can vote. So please get in there and do it. And we'll all talk about games. Um, games. One last time, 2022. Ben, what is the sponsor of this week's podcast? Final sponsor of 2022 is, of course, the... Uh, Justin Roiland, uh, Peter Austin's wife collaboration. Oh, geez. It's called High on Wife. It's out now on Game Pass, and Justin Roiland voices everyone mm. in it. So, pretty exciting. Can't wait Time that. to be alive. Thank you so much for watching slash listening, everybody. We hope you had a fantastic Christmas. We said earlier, if you celebrate that or whatever it is that you celebrate, have a very happy new year. Stay safe, and we will see you in a week's time for Game of the Year. See you in 2023, baby. Bye, Bye everybody. <laughs>catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.